By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 100 of 2010 Minutes. Holy smokes. Can't believe I'm here. I just felt like I just did episode one like two years ago. Oh, wait, I did. You're listening to 2010 Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to me, fantastic. So this is going to be a reiteration episode. A little bit about me, going to answer some questions, going to say some thanks. But first, be sure to go to 2010minutes.com for all your 2010-minute needs. Don't forget I got merch for sale. I got these $5 t-shirts, the one I'm wearing right now. If you're viewing this on YouTube, I got beanies, I got hats, you name it. Help your boy out, support the podcast, independent podcasters, you know the deal. Thank you so much to people that have supported me. Um, So yeah, episode 100. I didn't write any notes down really. I'm just going to go with the flow. Again, my name is Tim McCarthy. I hail from Whitman, Massachusetts, originally from Quincy, Massachusetts. I've done this podcast now for about two years. Started November 2020. Like most podcasters, I started during the pandemic, uh, which was the COVID-19. So if you're listening to this from the future, yes, we survived. Well, some of us. I did. I didn't get COVID. I haven't gotten COVID yet. I don't think I will. I feel like I'm pretty elite that my sickle cells or whatever you want to call are pretty good. Red blood cells. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this for the first time, I'm going to let you know something right now. I'm not smart. And that's what makes my show my show. And I'm very happy about it. I don't know the correct vernacular with a lot of words, definitions. I stutter over my words a lot, but you know what? I don't care because this is my show and this is what seems to tickle people's fancies about my show and I do appreciate it. Again, I created this show because I've been battling with depression and anxiety for quite some time. I was diagnosed with bipolar 2, ADHD, which we all kind of knew my whole life and general anxiety. My ADHD has been a thing for quite some time. Um, in school, I was a C's and D's get degrees type of guy. I uh, didn't do well. I didn't pay attention. I would rather chase girls around than chase A's and B's. Um, I cheated off a lot of people in school. A lot of people helped me. Let's just say I didn't cheat. People helped me by giving me the answers to things I didn't know the answers to. That's a real friend. So shout out to my friends that did that, especially my best friend Duff. He got me through Spanish full honors. Shouldn't have been in that class to begin with. Um, But yeah, I've always had trouble learning, um, trouble paying attention. And uh, I wasn't diagnosed until my mid-30s. So I got on Adderall way too late. Felt like if I got into Adderall uh, in high school or college, I would have been a different type of student. But I am here. I can't change the past. I can't complain about it. That's just where I am. It's good now. It helps me with the podcast. So yeah, um, 
I did the podcast because I was super depressed in 2018-19. I've always been battling depression for quite some time, but I didn't know it was a real problem up until 2019. Um, before that, I went through a lot of different therapists, which I always tell people that finding a therapist is the hardest part is going through all that because you can find a therapist, but they might not work for you. And uh, it's very unfortunate because it takes a lot of time. Like one time I went to a lady who was more like a pediatric uh therapist she kind of had a crazy lazy eye but i didn't hold that against her but it's one of those things i couldn't stop staring at i wasn't being mean i'm not making fun of her but it's just one of those things i'm just being honest and then i had another lady who her practice was at her farm there was like donkeys and stuff roosters walking around the house looked like the house from fucking texas chainsaw massacre like books were opening on their own like little doll heads were hanging around whole place smelled like cat pee i don't think there was any cats in the place freaked me out. So I was really defeated with that. And I kind of gave up and was like, I'm just going to do my own thing. I wasn't on meds. And then 2019, May 5th, 2019, which I dubbed now Cinco de Hango, which is the day I was going to attempt suicide via hanging. Um, and I know that's kind of heavy to just say right out loud, but I've come to terms with it. Um, what would have happened? And I made peace with it. Episode 25 is my story behind that. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I go into great detail in episode 25, and I pretty much cry through the whole thing. Now I can talk about it openly. I still get a little choked up sometimes, but with the interviews I've done on different shows, I've uh, brought it up, and I, I do pretty well with it. So after I got help from my therapist and got on my medications, I... Uh, I knew I needed more help, and I kept on getting help with my prescriber, my therapist. Um, I had a therapist, a female therapist, who was actually younger than me. It was like the whole like 50-50 movie with like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And uh, long story longer, she ended up having to leave, and she was the one that was with me the whole time I was like getting through it all. Like when I was super depressed, I had a big gross beard, and then like she pointed out like how further along that I got and how I just looked healthy. And then she just went away. She had to go to a different place uh, she, where she was probably getting paid more. So shout out to her. So then I got a new therapist and man, was she not good. I actually hung up on her during a Zoom meeting. I did not want to talk to her anymore. She said like, oh, that must stem from like an early childhood. I'm like, I'm not playing this game again. I'm not going through my whole childhood with you when I've already done this. There's a folder on me somewhere. So I just shut the Zoom thing down. So I called up and they were like, uh, I was like, I want to get a new therapist. Like, Have you talked to your therapist about it? Are you asking me if I talk to my therapist about the therapist? No, I have anxiety. I can barely talk to you on the phone right now. But won't you have it that the therapist I have now is the father of the therapist I lost? How awesome is that? I was thinking too, it's like, you can't really talk about what the sessions are about from their end, but if they're... If it's related and she's also a therapist, couldn't they still talk to each other? I gave them the okay if that was a if that was okay, because um, I feel like two two people that have dealt with me working as one. That's where it's at. So yeah, I've been still going to therapy. I I always push people to try to go to therapy. Um, I think everyone should at least talk to somebody. Um, that doesn't have a dog in the fight. I know Howard Stern, uh, in an interview I saw one time, he always sees his therapist once a year just to get it all out. I think bottling things up like I do, or I did, well, I still do, 
is uh, isn't good for you. You got to let things out. You got to find things that center you, which sounds like silly to say, or uh, grounds you. I try to. Uh, the podcast is an outlet for me that really helps, and, and and surprisingly, I've helped a few people out. I've had messages that I've pushed people to go seek therapy, um, and uh, it's just a really good feeling that I took a negative and turned it into a positive, and here I am with episode one hundred, which I didn't even think I'd make it past ten because people with my diagnosis get hyperfixated on things. Like I always say, like. Like, there's an example of, like, bipolar. And uh, I'll be like, you know what? You make these, like, crazy ideas that you think you're going to do. It's like, I'm going to go build a doghouse. I don't even know how to use a hammer and nail. What the fuck you think I have any business making a doghouse for? So I thought this was going to be one of those things I got hyperfixiated on and um, just gave up after, like, X number of days. Another thing like that was jujitsu. Um, which was a big part of my life. Unfortunately, it isn't now because of my scheduling and handling the podcast, doing interviews. It's tough to juggle everything. I wish I had somebody to help me out with the podcast, but I am a one-man show, baby. Um, but yeah, so dealing with, with those is tough. If I don't take my meds, I can tell that I'm like very cranky. And yeah, bipolar 2 is, is mood swings, um, that don't last that long because bipolar one is like you can be in manic states for like a week. Mine kind of come and burst. Um, so when you're manic, it seems like you're in a great mood, but you're really not. And then once you come back to reality, you start getting depressed. So it's like this vicious cycle. So I'm on this medication called Lamictal. And what it does is like it caps off my moods. So like I still have like mood swings, but not as crazy. You know, like the beep beep machines when uh, people are on life support, it's like that. And mine used to be like crazy up and down, but then like the medication kind of caps that. So it goes up and down, but just not as, uh, not as crazy. Um, a lot of people don't like using the word crazy when it comes to crazy people, but I'm crazy. Um, I even got a tattoo, um, on my body that signifies my bipolar because my friends always told me just to wear it. Don't be ashamed of it. So I have this little semicolon-esque tattoo. And I also have the suicide awareness uh, semicolon tattooed on my finger. So um, I'm about that life. I'm about people getting better. Um, suicide awareness is a huge thing. Don't forget 988 is the suicide prevention hotline. Uh, please pass that along to whoever. Talk about it. Bring it up. Like, oh, did you know there's a 988 number for National Suicide Prevention Hotline? used to be this long number no one can remember. Now it's 988. How fucking neat is that? Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like you can go back to episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, hear about my story. Um, but I just wanted to reiterate what I'm about, what this show's about. 20 Tim Minutes, the name, comes from 20 Minutes, and you put Tim with it, so 20 Tim Minutes, you get it? I only wanted to do 20 minute episodes because I'm not a huge podcast listener and I know other people don't listen to long podcasts. So I figure if I do 20 minute episodes, people will be more likely to listen. And uh, it's more of like a running gag now because like it's I did it for 20 minutes because I say it's my ADHD and I can only talk to myself for so long. So that's a running gag. But then I started doing interviews and people are like, oh, is this going to be 20 minutes? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, this is just uh, this is just a gag now. And I have to tell them that. So the name is just kind of stuck with me now. I'm 20, 10 minutes, no matter how long my interviews go. 
I've had a great slew of interviews. I've had Dane Cook on. Uh, I have Allison Stoner coming on. I had John's Crazy Socks, which was um, a sock company owned by a gentleman with Down syndrome and his father. They were great. Um, I have pro wrestlers on. I've done interviews with NFL players, made a lot of great friends, like my good friend Joe Barksdale, um, who's now a stand-up comedian, former NFL player who hated playing for the NFL. Go listen to that interview. He's a great guy. Um, I've had so many, and you can just go on my YouTube page and go watch any one of them. I haven't had a bad interview yet. We all have fun. I play rock, paper, scissors with them. The origin of that was I interviewed Doug Middleton, another NFL player, and I had one of those intrusive thoughts where I was like, wouldn't if I just asked him to play rock, paper, scissors? What would he do? And he just put his hands up right away when I brought it up. It was so cool. And not one person has said no to a game of rock, paper, scissors. So if you don't know every interview I have on YouTube, at the end of the interview, I have my rock, paper, scissors matchup. I don't think a lot of people know that because I don't really advertise it as much. But for the diehards out there, you know. And then obviously my intro for the show is from Monty Python on the Holy Grail from Tim. There are some who call me Tim. But yeah, I, um, I've had a lot of fun. And this has been uh, really good. So I asked people to ask me some questions about the podcast, and let's jump into that. I've just copied and pasted them, so I haven't really read them yet, so hopefully I can answer them. What is something you know now that you wish you knew when you first started your mental health podcast? I wish I knew how fucking hard it was. A 20-minute episode actually takes like two hours. I don't even know how people that podcast for an hour plus do it, but it is so tedious and it drives me nuts. Um, so I know now that editing podcasting isn't as easy as you think. Um, with the mental health podcast, I, I learned now that a lot of people go through bullshit in their life with their mental health and mental illnesses. So I learned that a lot too, that a lot of people hide in the dark and, um, it's unfortunate. If you could write one thing on the moon that would constantly be visible to people on earth, what would you write? E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. I know that's from the movie Semi-Pro with Will Farrell, but I love that. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. Put that on the mood. Stamp it. I don't care how you're going to write it. Crayon, choppy, whatever. If wrestlers were supervillains, who would be the coolest and what would their powers be? Oh, man. A wrestler as a supervillain? Well, I'm going to go with with IRS. He wouldn't be the coolest, but his superpower would just be just just uh, subpoena your taxes and always going over them. No, I'd say Ted DiBiase would be the coolest. He's the million-dollar man, and his powers would just be making you broke. That's scary. A supervillain that just like instantly makes you broke because he's super rich. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, supervillain, making you poor. Because everybody has a price. Um, How doing your podcast has helped, hindered your mental health, relationship, life in general. The connections you made along the way, maybe add some bloopers from the archives. That is not a question. That was a suggestion from somebody. Um, It's helped. It's helped. This podcast has helped my mental health, but it's definitely brought me days where I didn't want to do it. Like I always say, let's do it until the wheels fall off. And um, I've done that. There's been times where I, I've been like, I want to just delete everything and just go away and just shut it down. But I made a promise to myself I'm always going to do it. There's been weeks I've, I've definitely skipped. It's kind of funny that like episode 100 is coinciding with like 
when I started the podcast, even though I skipped a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, I made a lot of great connections along the way. Like I said, with Joe Barksdale, Felicity Feline, um, really good friend of mine. She sent me a photo with, uh, with her photo on it and her little signature. She's pretty neat. Um, yeah, and just so many others. I can't even list them off. I know I posted the photo of all my guests on um, on Instagram and Facebook. But yeah, I got to interview Eddie Munster, uh, Butch Patrick, which was a big get for me. I'm a big Munsters fan. Um, yeah, man, it's just been like a good ride. And like talking to so many different types of people, all walks of life, men, women, white, black, everybody. Um, I like different types of people. Uh, top three episodes and why I actually read this one. So I know episode one, that's where it all began. Um, that's just obvious. It wouldn't be here without episode one. Next would be episode 10, which is my story that I talk about how I shit myself in the Bahamas as a senior in high school. That one is uh, pretty funny. That story is great. I am sick of telling it. So if you want to hear it, go listen to episode 10. And then episode 25 was the episode I talked about my suicide, my possible suicide attempt, which was very uh, heavy and um, not easy to do. So I was really, uh, really proud of myself that I, um, that I did that. Um, so yeah, episode 1, 10, and 25, those are, those are some throwbacks, 20, 10 minute throwbacks. Go back and listen to those if you get a chance. Um and then last question, uh, when you started, did you ever imagine you would be recording episode 100? No. Like I said before, um, I hyperfixiate and I didn't think I'd get to 100. It flew by. I can't believe it's here. And uh, I'm very fortunate that I had people keep pushing me and listening. If it wasn't for like at least one or two listeners, I wouldn't be doing this still. And um, yeah. Uh, have you accomplished what you set out to accomplish in these 100 episodes? I would say yes and no. I would say I accomplished a lot of interviews. I got a lot of people that I wanted, but I would love to make some money. I would love to monetize this podcast. I would love to get more listeners. So I, I accomplished some things. I have some more things to accomplish, like uh, getting more listeners, making some money. Even though this podcast isn't about making money, but it does take up a lot of my time and a lot of, of my personal time. Um, so it's hard to juggle that with friends, family, and, uh, all that junk. What you going to do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? I'm going to get, sorry. Uh, what important or memorable things have you learned from your experiences over that time? Um, that's a good question. I, I learned that life is very precious. Um, if you listen to the show from start to end, I've had a very interesting story. Like I was, I was married at the beginning of my show and then going through a separation now. So you, I give myself, I put myself out there. I'm very vulnerable. I'm very open, honest. Um, I'd say memorable would be episode 25 or the interviews I did, like getting Dane Cook on was like a huge get man. And everybody that I've interviewed is, Donated their time. Nobody, not one person charged me. Except for the one guy I was going to interview, Mark Merrill. I'm not throwing his, I don't want to throw out and bad name him, but he he was going to charge me 500 bucks. Former WWF Attitude Era wrestler, uh, fucking Mark Merrill. But I had Al Snow on, Leo Rush, Jimmy Jacobs, some great wrestlers that donated their time. So uh, th that's really memorable for me. Um, 
but my experience is, is uh, definitely, definitely make connections. You definitely want to um, network and build a circle. And I've met a lot of good people on Twitter and I wanted to shout out a couple of people that sent me a nice little video. And I'm going to, at the end of this episode, I will clip that so you can see and hear it. So Dave with Beer in Front, Chicago Tony V, Haley with Podcast 27, Tony with There is a Better Podcast, my man Zach Deuce with The Neatcast, um, Dre from the Tattoo Squid Podcast, Anthony and CV from the We Have Issues Podcast, and Pixie with Next on Stage 1. Those are my fucking people, man. I appreciate you guys so much for sending me that video, and it made me feel so much more special that I got to do episode 100 with that. So I thank you so much. This episode flew by. I feel like it was pretty boring, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, Nothing extravagant. Just me, baby. Me in the cat closet with all my shit. Looks like Pee Wee Herman's playhouse sneezed in my closet. I love you guys so, so fucking much. And I mean that every week when I say it. Anybody that listens to this podcast, I love you. I wish you would. There is people out there and I know you. I'm, I'm talking to you right now. You know who you are. If you haven't told me that you listen to this podcast, you better send me a message right now. And I know who you are. I know who you people are. I know where you live. It tells me what city and town and state listen. So stop. Make me feel better. Tell me you listen to the podcast. If you're not going to buy something, just tell me you listen. So let me know. Thank you guys so much again. Episode 100. This has been a great ride. And thank you for coming on the journey. Until the wheels fall off. Let's break the stigma by cracking a smile. I love you. And let's all say together, have a good one. And we're clear. Hey, this is Dave from the Beer in Front Podcast. Tim, congratulations on 100 episodes. All your success is well-deserved, brother. Congratulations again, and we'll talk to you on episode 200. Hey, Tim, 100 episodes. I mean, come on. That's really something. Congratulations. Tim, from everybody at the Chicago Tony V Show, I want to say we are proud of you. We admire you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're a good dude. Congratulations, Timmy. Hey, Tim, congratulations on 100 episodes for 2010 Minutes. We're super proud of you and very grateful that you're here and you're doing what you're doing. Very lucky to have you as a friend. And we've all been impacted by you in one way or another. What you're doing for the podcast community is great. You are a wonderful friend, a hype man, you know, supportive for everyone's podcasts. But not only that, but what you're doing for the mental health community is super important. And I hope that you never forget how valued you are, not only as a podcaster and someone that helps other people and as a friend, but just for the person that you are. So don't forget that. Super proud of you. Super excited for you to see where you go from here. And we love you. Congratulations. Tim. Minutes. Hey, man. It's Tony from There's a Better Podcast. And I just want to say congratulations on making the milestone 100 episodes. Wow, you did it, dude. And, uh, you know, not many podcasts can say that. We haven't even hit ours yet. So uh, hopefully we can get there. You know, we look up to you because you keep fighting the good fight. You keep putting uh, great content, great stuff out there that people need to hear 
and uh, people want to hear. Um, you know, it's it's about uh, just trying to get through every day. And, and to be honest, your podcast is uh, is exactly that. It's kind of the living embodiment of it as you're continuously getting through and doing it again and again and again. And sometimes maybe you feel like that's not the greatest episode I've done, which we can say about uh, 90% of those uh, are not the best episodes that we've done, but that's beside the point. But you know that you just get up and you do it again and you do it again. And every time that you do it, it's great. Because again, people like us and and your listeners, um, you know, it's it's what they want to hear. It's what they need to hear, and uh, that's why we're all supporting you. And congratulations once again on the big one zero zero. Hey Tim and Zach, uh, your fellow New Englander, I wanted to congratulate you on hitting a hundred episodes. That is amazing. Well done. Uh, what you should be proud of, whether you are or not, all the people that you help with your podcast. You put yourself out there, and we look forward to hearing from you every week. It doesn't matter your content, whether you're featuring an incredible guest to interview, you're just putting out struggles that you're having as a human being, or you're helping us learn more about mental health and where those of us that need it at any point can reach out and get the help that we need. You're an incredible individual. You're doing incredible work. We love you. We look forward to hearing you every week. Thank you for everything that you do, man. Tim. It's Dre, Tattoo Squid Podcast. Congrats on the 100th episode. Let there be 200, 300, 400, 500. Let's go. Hello, it's Anthony from the We Have Issues podcast and also, uh, you know, uh, Twitter and friendship and such. Congratulations, Tim, on reaching 100 episodes. It's a huge milestone and it's especially significant because I know that, you know, like many of us, uh, you've had issues and, uh, you know, considered stopping, you know, you question whether or not it's worth it and what's it all for and who's listening. I'm listening. I love your freaking show. I'll be there every week as long as you want to do it. I freaking love it. I, I will support anything you want to do, of course, but I hope you keep doing this because I freaking love your show. I love your attitude. I love your humor. I love everything that you're doing. And I've never, I haven't related so strongly to a show and a person in a long time. I freaking love it. And I just hope you keep doing it. And I appreciate the heck out of you. And I just want you to know that there are people out there who are totally listening as friends and fans. And it means a lot to us. And thank you. Thank you for reaching 100 episodes. Congratulations. Hey, Tim, Stevie Wildcard here from We Have Issues. I just want to congratulate you on your 100th episode. Uh, you're an incredible human being. You've been an awesome friend of Anthony and I since the beginning of yours and our podcast. Um, I hope this is cheers to another 100, buddy. You have a wonderful day. Kick ass. This is Pixie from Next on Stage 1, and I want to congratulate Tim from 2010 Minutes on reaching 100 episodes. Congratulations, my friend. I love you. Bye. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.